So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very special edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, and I am your host. Um, This is a really special episode for me because today is episode 100. Now, think about what that looks like. That, for me, that is the 100th week in a row that we have had an episode on the air for you, Um, not just to listen to and hopefully good value for you to take away But that's 100 weeks that I've been on here sharing my message with you, hopefully helping you elevate your own personal self-care journey and helping you in hopefully a whole host of other ways, whether it's just hearing from some of my inspirational guests or hopefully helping you reframe how you do fitness and self-care for you. This is a big deal. I honestly, I really didn't know where this whole podcast thing was going when I started. All I knew was that I had a burning desire to get on the air and and to talk and to to share what's important as far as the journey of self-care. And the reason why we call it a journey is, is that it changes. Think about the journeys that you're on in your life. Those journeys evolve and change, whether you go down, you take a sharp turn to one side, or maybe you decide to veer off in a different direction or maybe you run into an obstacle or two or a roadblock or two. This is why we call it a journey because the journey is always changing. It changes because we change. And, you know, I just want to emphasize that, that there's no perfect, there's no perfect way to get to wherever it is that you want to go. Um, You know, sometimes the best and most meaningful journeys are the ones that have the changes and the ones that really force us to ask the questions and to, you know, figure out what does this actually mean to us and what is this going to teach us for the future? Um, And so what I want to do today is I'm, instead of sharing with you the fourth part in my special four-part episode that I've been doing, series rather, that I've been doing all through the month of June on the main motivators and indicators as to why we pursue a fitness and a self-care program. Today, I want to do something a little different, and then I'll give you episode, the fourth part in our series next week. And that I want to share with you 
five takeaways for me as far as uh, not just how I do self-care, but really five takeaways for me that I have kept in mind, particularly over the last few years as I have really evolved in my own journey. Um, you know, this week is a, is a pretty meaningful week for me in my business. This is the fourth anniversary of when I moved and downsized my business. I was in a much larger space up until now for almost 18 years. And I downsized and moved to a smaller space where I am now, which is what has allowed me to really expand, expand my vision and open up these different avenues in which I can share with you, this podcast being one of them. Um, and so there's a big anniversary for that. There's the 100th episode, which is you know what we're in right now. Uh, my dad, it's, been, it's the one year anniversary of my dad retiring from a 50 year career in practicing medicine, which was a, a big celebratory event for our family. And just that, it's always an opportunity to look at what's next. And I often think that when we look at what's next and we ask ourselves that question, I think the first thought that really pops into our mind is that this has to be a long ordeal, a long ordeal or a big change or, you know, or something really major. And it doesn't always have to be is the point I want to, I want to share with you today. And that these five takeaways, you can call them lessons, takeaways, um, tidbits, whatever, however you want to look at it. I want to do that so that, you know, hopefully I can give you, help you create a little space as to maybe you can make a decision today on something that's good for you, or maybe you can help navigate yourself in that different direction. If you keep asking yourself what's next, you know, I, I really do think sometimes at the end of the day, I think we all have a feeling inside of us when we know it's time to do something else when we know that we need something different, whether that's a reset or trying something different, maybe it's making a career change, maybe it's navigating a relationship differently, maybe it's reaching out to a long lost friend, or maybe it's ending a friendship that's no longer serving you. Um, I think we can, we can allow ourselves to go to a space that this is a really complicated and difficult thing. But I also think that we can go to a space of just saying, what could this possibly mean for me? you know, what's next and what could this mean for me? And so that's where I really want to go today. I want to, you know, I get questions from all of you all the time on what do you do every day? What's the most meaningful thing that you do? And how do you show up continually? And what big thing, how do you navigate the big changes? So I definitely want to speak to that as well. But I also want to speak to what I really think are some of my most valuable lessons, especially over the last year. Um, as we've navigated the pandemic and we're coming out of that, fortunately, and people are starting to travel again and the world is opening up, it's a perfect opportunity, I think, for all of us to ask this question as to what's next for us. What could this road look like? What could, what could possibly be presented to us as the next opportunity? Which is really, when we ask that question, you know, we can look at it as something really difficult, something really hard, something really complicated. Or we can look at it as an opportunity to maybe walk through a door and to see where, simply see what's on the other side. So that's really what I want to share with you today are these five mini strategies and mini takeaways, if you will. And at any point in time, if any of this really resonates with you, I want you to feel free to reach out to me at Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N at cufitness.com. And you know, tell me, tell me what's, what has resonated with you. Maybe if there's something that is heavy on your mind or your heart and you're wanting to make a change. And then at the end of today's show, I'm going to give you some information, not into, not just as to how you can become a supporter of our show, 
but a free gift that I'm going to be um, willing to share and send you um, because, you know, we're celebrating here. We're, we celebrate here all the time because all the wins matter, no matter how big or how small. But particularly this week with the major milestones that we're accomplishing, you know, we're, we, we want to really allow ourselves, not just me and my team, but all of you to really celebrate this occasion with us. And that's really where I want to go with today's show. So, so I'm going to share with you these little five tidbits. Um, you have my contact information. All that is in the show notes, as well as how you can become a supporter for as little as $10 of the ultimate journey of self-care. So strategy or takeaway number one, and this is a question I get asked all the time, is what do I do every day that's the most meaningful? And, you know, not too long ago, I did a kind of a 10-day mini-series in my private Facebook group, which if you're not a member of my private Facebook group yet, please come over and join me there. And I did kind of little snippets, um, kind of to give, kind of pull back the curtain, so to speak, and to show you some of the little things that I'm doing in my life and the things that I'm doing daily as to how I can, how I live and the things that I do that are good for me. So what do I do every day? What I want to share here are, these are just simple little things that I do that are the most meaningful. And they may not seem again, like they're really big or complicated, but they are um, significant things that mean a lot to me and help me navigate the road that's ahead for me every single day. Every single day I get up and I read my devotional. I have a little app on my phone that I use. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. It's called The Practice. Um, Every day um, there's always a valuable lesson in there that I can learn to take away and um, apply that to. And it's, it's amazing how sometimes I can be reading something and it will immediately apply to something that I'm working on, whether that's a challenge that I'm facing or a problem I'm trying to solve, or maybe I'm sort of not real sure which way I'm going to go with something. And it's amazing how when you allow yourself to be open to just trusting that the right answer will come to you, that there is something always put in your path that will give you a little bit of traction. Now, sometimes it doesn't always give me my answer, but more times than not, it really allows me to at least get started on the path to making a decision. So if there is something that, you know, whether that's a book you're reading or a specific practice that you're doing that will allow you to get into the right energy space, I would definitely recommend that. Something that that I also do in the morning is I set my intentions. Every single day, I write them down. I have a journal that I specifically keep for that purpose. And the funny thing is, is this was a process that I resisted for a long time because I'm a thinker. And for those of you that know me, probably know that know that as a big part of who I am. I, I'm a little bit of an academic, um, and I like to think things through um, a lot. Probably going to do that before I write anything down. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, I think we can let our mind can start to run away with, you know, we can start to run away with our thoughts if we're not really careful. And so what I've learned about writing things down is that it slows my mind down a little bit. And it really allows me some time to really think through what it is that I really want for the day. And I'm going to speak to why this is different from setting goals and why this is different from looking at your big picture plan um, in a little bit. That's one of my other takeaways. But what I want to do as far as setting intentions daily is to, it keeps you in the right space as far as being present. You know, we can focus on what's ahead. And we can focus on something that we know is coming up, 
or maybe there's something that, you know, we're really not looking forward to, you know, like a doctor's appointment or whatever, but it, you know, we can allow ourselves to think about that. And when we do, we really miss out on the time window that's in front of us. And that's today, that's the day ahead of us. And this is probably the, probably the main reason that I do my intentions every day is so that I'm in control of what I'm thinking for the day. And this really helps me a lot, especially if I'm dealing with several things at once, or I'm trying to make many decisions, or I'm working on many projects, or I know I have a really busy day. This really helps me stay grounded and stay focused on what's ahead of me for the day. Now, I even do these do this on, on weekends, on days that I'm not working and seeing clients or being front-facing in my business. You know, every day I'm setting intentions for myself. I'm, you know, just asking myself not just what's possible, but that to allow me to be in the space of creation and to be in the space of, you know, being ever present for the opportunities that are going to come along. Because if we stay focused on what's ahead, then we miss out on what's in front of us. So that's something I do every day. Every day I move my body in some way, whether it's a workout, whether it's yoga, whether it's just stretching or taking a walk. Um, But every day I do something active. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be a structured workout. You've heard me talk about that here before. Um, You know, some days it's really not a structured workout. It's, you know, something fun and leisurely. You know, yesterday, um, yesterday I was just basically outside for a short period of time. It was kind of hot here. I'm in North Carolina where I live, but, um, but it was kind of a leisurely activity day. And for me, that was just being conscious of what I was doing throughout the day. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having a day where you can simply just stretch out on the couch or just relax and do nothing. Um, that's okay too. But by and large, on the days that you move your body are the days that not only you're going to feel better, but you're going to feel more in control of what you're thinking and what's ahead for you. So just file that away somewhere in your memory bank that, you know, decide, a colleague of mine calls them your non-negotiables. Decide what are your non-negotiables every day. And those three things are three things that I do every single day. Something else I do every day is I drink lots of water. Um, That's a non-negotiable for me. I've gotten to where I don't even drink soda anymore. I wasn't never really a big soda drinker anyway. I have a few, a few things that I will do if, you know, I need to, or I have to, but by and large, I, I mostly just drink water. I do have coffee every day in the morning. That's a non-negotiable for me. I love sparkling water. I, I, that's kind of a go-to treat for me because I really like the carbonation. See, that's what I figured out and why I don't always do choose something else. I really like the carbonation in something. And putting sparkling water in a wine glass to me, that's great. That's a perfect treat for me. Um, and it's a treat I give myself every single day, to be honest with you. Um, sitting here talking to you now in my little fridge that's in the next room here in my studio is I, I keep sparkling water in there for that purpose. So those are just some easy, simple things that I do every day. Um, and whatever your daily routine looks like, I would encourage you to keep it very simple. Um, keep it to where it's so easily replicated that you can do it anywhere you go, no matter what time of day it is no matter what else you've got going on in your life, because these are the, these are, these become what I call your anchor habits, Um, your anchors to where you feel like you have, you feel grounded every day. And for me, those things help me stay grounded daily because no matter what else is going on in my world, no matter what else I'm dealing with, those are the things that I know I always go to. 
Um, and there's enough flexibility in there that I don't necessarily feel married to a schedule, so to speak. But there are enough things that I know that I get what I need from having those boundaries set. So I would recommend that you have that for yourself in your own self-care journey, whatever that is. Tip number two, strategy number two, and this is just a question that I've learned to ask myself often is what am I available for? Um, And I think that no matter where you are um, in your work career, or maybe you're retired, or maybe you're thinking about that, or maybe you're sort of at a crossroads. I really do think there are a lot of people right now that are at that point, especially coming out of the pandemic, is to just ask yourself, what are you available for? I think this really helps when we're trying to make a decision about something, whether it's trying to, you know, end a relationship, maybe we're trying to navigate a complicated relationship, maybe we're trying to resolve a disagreement or a conflict, or maybe we're just trying to come to a point of peace about something that's just not really sitting with us all that well. Um, What are we available for? You know, I think whenever something sets with us long enough, and we don't really know the right decision, I think asking ourselves that is really key. And I really do think I've learned to to really trust this in myself, is that when we sit with something long enough, um, I think the answer will come to you if you trust yourself. So always ask yourself, what are you available for? And I think sometimes what we have to learn to make a decision from what I like to call the end point, from the point from which that we're, we're headed not where we are now, but where we're actually going. And it really requires us to think about not only who, what kind of person are we trying to be, but what are we really trying to accomplish? And are those two things in the same universe? Meaning that, you know, I, I see people all the time, they're afraid to make a decision about something. They're afraid to tell someone no or tell someone yes because they're basing it on where they are in the moment. And I really do think that we have to always be willing to challenge ourselves on what is ahead for our future. What is down the road for us? What is it that we are wanting to bring into our world? And then we should ask ourselves, what are we available for? And is what we're really challenged with in the moment serving us as far as helping us get to where we want to go? So use that kind of in your daily practice. What am I available for today? What am I available for in this moment? And is this really serving me? I think all these questions are good ones to ask as far as which direction that we're going and where we're headed. That one always helps me, um, especially now. So uh, strategy number three or tip number three is is I want to go back and revisit this intentions versus goals because there is a difference. And I think on my very first podcast, my very first episode, if you can go back and find that, I think I address the same subject. And I think it's only fitting that I come back on the 100th episode and revisit it again and just give you some perspective on, you know, what the two are, what are the differences between the two and why it's important to have both but to recognize the place for either one because they're not the same thing. And I see people mistake these for the same things a lot. Um, They tend to put intentions in the same bucket as goals or they put goals in the same bucket with, you know, daily. And I'm not saying we don't want to always be mindful of what our goals are. We absolutely want to keep in mind what they are. But when it comes to looking at what our intentions are, they are two different things. Now, Quickly, intentions, again, are always set in the present. 
they're always what we're looking at today, what we're dealing with today, what we're looking at as far as what we're dealing with in the present. Okay. So for example, that might be something along the lines of today, I'm going to be open to um, whatever new challenge comes my way today. I'm going to be open to staying positive and being flexible today. I'm going to be open to challenging myself in at least one new way. I mean, that sounds, those are fairly vague. They're not super specific, but I do also think that when we frame things in the context of today, it really almost takes a little pressure off because we're really thinking about the next 24 hours or the next 12 hours or whatever your day looks like. Okay. So when we look at things from a bird's eye view, from just kind of taking a microscopic view of a short period of time, we're most likely going to make a different decision than if we're thinking about something six months from now. And that's really the main thing that I want you to think about between attentions and goals. Goals are something for the future. There's something long-term. We're talking next month, six months, a year from now, five years from now. Now think about that for a minute. If we're looking at what we're doing today, and then we say, we're thinking about what's, what we're, we're going to be next year. How does that really help us today? How does that really help us in terms of making a choice today? Now, I'm not saying don't keep in mind where it is that you're going. I just got through telling you how important that is. But I also think that you can do that. But at the same time, ask yourself, what, what can I do today that's going to help move me closer? So we're not necessarily focused on just the goal, the long-term picture, but we're thinking about the small building blocks that today is actually made of. The building blocks that are actually going to help us build the house, that are going to help us build the roadway, that are going to help us build the building that the goal is. So when you think of it like that, maybe it'll help you, maybe it'll seem a lot less cumbersome to you. You know, like it's something that's super difficult or complicated. If you can think about it in really small pieces. I think sometimes that can put you on a clearer path for the future. So always think in terms of intentions for the day and goals for the future and don't get them mixed up. Okay. Um, So go back and take a listen to episode number one. I know I'm probably going to at some point this week and just, and listen to how I define intentions and goals and then think about where you are today in terms of those intentions and goals. Are you looking at them in the same way? Are you looking at them hopefully for what they are? And how are you framing them every day with in terms of what's coming up for you? So think about that. That's strategy number three. And then four and five, these are mostly just lessons that I wanted to share with you today. Number four is look for the opportunities and all of the challenges and how I can probably say this a million times because of everything that we've, we've all experienced over the last, you know, 13 or 14 months, if you will, maybe for some of us, it's a little bit longer than that. There's always an opportunity and a challenge. This has probably been my biggest lesson of just the last year in that, you know, when we're faced with something that's really difficult or something that we're not expecting, I think our knee jerk reaction is to go to the worst case scenario. You know, what is it that I'm going to be doing in this moment that's going to help? What is it that I'm going to be doing as far as how am I going to be able to manage this? I think that's naturally the place where our brain goes first. But what I want to challenge you to do is ask yourself, what's the opportunity? What's the lesson here that I can learn? What's what's something that I can take away that's going to prepare me for the next time? 
you know, one of the things that we teach here a lot in all of our programs is this concept of life happening. You know, we want to think that we're never going to run into obstacles or goals or excuse me, roadblocks that we're never going to run in. We're never going to have that week where we just can't get anything done or that we don't feel successful or that, you know, we haven't been in the gym. We haven't stuck with the program or whatever. But that's honestly, if we're being realistic, that's probably not going to happen. I mean, we want to plan. We want to, you know, be prepared for the worst case scenario. But we also want to plan for the best case scenario, too. And I think when we look for the opportunities and the lessons, I think we're probably going to be better off than just looking for what went well, okay, in any scenario, whether that's, you know, navigating a change to your workout program, or if you're trying to navigate some changes to help you manage your stress better or to help you get that quality downtime and that time to yourself so that you can really reset, especially when we talk about what stress does to our body over the long term. Um, you know, forget the short term effects. Think about what all that's doing to us long term. So let's always get in the frame of mind of asking ourselves, what's the opportunity? What's the lesson? What's something that I can do better next time? You know, we obviously want to celebrate the things that have gone well, but we also want to be very mindful of the things that we can do different next time. So always ask yourself, pat yourself on the back first for what went well. Absolutely. And there's always something that goes well, but also ask yourself, what's the lesson? What's the opportunity here for me? And what is something that I can learn that I can do even better next time? That's been my biggest lesson over this last, you know, 15 months or so is what's the opportunity, you know? And for me, honestly, it's been expanding and in different ways to serve you, to serve my clients, to develop better programs, to come up with better answers um, in this complicated world that we live in. Um, everybody around the world needs fitness. Everybody around the world needs self-care. Everybody needs something that works for them. But we can't be so attached to doing things a certain way that we're not open to something else. So always, always, always ask yourself, what's the lesson? What's the opportunity and what's the lesson? And then the last thing I want to share with you before I sign off is never, ever hesitate investing in yourself. I cannot stress this enough, especially now. Um, you know, what I am seeing and hearing from people, you know, in all my conversations that I have with you and for those of you that reach out to me for, you know, the emails that I get from the messages and talking to people in social media and my clients and people who I see physically in person is there's this question about what's next. What are we going to do next time? What are we going to do when the next pandemic happens or the next big problem happens or the next challenge that we're facing happens? What then? And so what I want to always challenge you to do is how do you, and the reason why this is so important is we're, we, we never want to get to a point where we feel like we're just fine. We're just okay. We're just managing. We're just dealing with things. Because think about what that sounds like. That sounds like it's coming from a place of struggle, like a place of getting by or like almost to the point of this is the way it really just has to be. And it really breaks my heart as a fitness professional, as a healthcare professional, as a coach in the online space, and as a big player in the fitness industry and the fitness space is always know that it's okay to invest in yourself for whatever reason. 
Um, whether that's going on a retreat, whether it's giving yourself a break, whether it's hiring a coach to help you navigate the, the potholes or, or reaching out to a friend for help or splurging on something for yourself, don't ever think that that's not available to you because it is. You know, this is a complicated world that we live in. And, you know, there's going to be more challenges down the road. And if I think we're really kidding ourselves if we think we can go at it alone. And that we think that none of these things are available for us and open for us. I really feel like, you know, we're doing ourselves a disservice if we consistently tell ourselves that story. So I just, I want to always encourage you that, you know, not to be so attached to doing things a certain way that, you know, always, always invest in yourself. When you invest in yourself, you're, it's not that you're giving yourself permission, but you're giving, showing yourself some grace and you're showing some, yourself some real self-love when you invest in yourself. And those rewards will be paid forward to the, other, to the people that you get to serve as a result. So always, always, always invest in yourself. Don't ever think that it's a luxury you can't afford, that it's not available to you, that you don't deserve it, that you're not worthy, that you're too busy, that it's not going to work for you. Um, because there's always a way to, to do it. There's always a way that's going to work for you. That's going to serve you in the best way. So those are my five takeaways for you today on this special 100th episode of the ultimate journey of self-care, just some lessons, some reflections. I'm feeling a little on the nostalgic side, obviously this week, but these are all things that I always want you to keep front of mind every day. And when you ask yourself, what's next and how do I navigate this in the best way for me? And where is this going to lead me and what's possible and what's the opportunity? You know, these are, it's a completely different mindset than simply just being in the space of, I'm just trying to manage and deal with this, that I'm just trying to get by. And, you know, for whatever reason, this isn't going to work for me because, you know, you are absolutely worth it. So don't ever think for a minute that you're not, you know, investing in yourself is worth it. You will always it will always pay dividends for you down the road. There'll always be an opportunity for you to pay it forward as well. So I want you to always think about that. Think about these things as you go through your week, as you go through the rest of your summer. Uh, We will continue to be here every single week sharing things with you. Next week, I'm going to have my special fourth episode of my four-part series on the main motivators. And I've got some other amazing guests that you're going to hear from over the summer. I've got a special mindset series I'm going to be doing as well. We've got lots of things coming up here at the ultimate journey of self-care. I'm so super excited. I feel like I'm literally just getting started um, in the podcast space, in the radio show space, in the whole thing. And this is really where it has come for me. And, um, and so with that said, I want to invite you to become a supporter of the ultimate journey of self-care. If you go to our website, Um, at cufitness.com and click the podcast tab. You'll see we have three opportunities to support us. These are all one-time donations. Um, They start at any as low as $10 and go up as much as $50. These are one-time donations. So we're not asking you to uh, commit to a subscription or anything along those lines. Um, And when you become um, a a supporter of the ultimate journey of self-care, we'll send you a free gift. Um, It's sort of like, I like to call it a little swag bag of all kinds of treats. And what I'm also offering uh, you this week is a free 30-minute call with me. So if you are feeling like you need to bounce some ideas off of, of someone or you're feeling like you're at an impasse, I want you to feel free to reach out and take, a, take advantage of this opportunity. You can click the link in the show notes 
to reach out to me and we will get on a call and we will talk about um, what the next steps are for you. Um, And I'm doing this purely with no intention of, you know, asking you to sign up or pay for anything. I'm doing this as a gift because I'm so incredibly grateful for all of your support over these last 100 weeks. Um, We're reaching more and more people the longer we're on the air. And I have the great opportunity of, of being able to talk to so many amazing people. And I just couldn't do it without you. And so with that said, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support as we celebrate our 100th episode of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. So please consider becoming a supporter. Go to our website. You'll see the three offers there. You'll see the gifts that you'll be getting. And I'm going to be throwing in that free call uh, with me where I can help you. We can look at what you're doing. And I'm doing this free just because I'm feeling, like I said, so incredibly grateful for, you know, all of my blessings and everything that has come to me, you know, over my entrepreneurial journey, but in particular to reach this milestone. Um, You know, I just didn't, I just didn't really know that we were actually going to be here. So I just want to say thank you. Um, And again, if you are not in my private Facebook group, please come over and join me there, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We do all kinds of fun things there every single week, Um, challenges, free events, opportunities for giveaways. You always have the first notice of everything that we're doing, whether it's one of our programs or a retreat or anything along those lines, um, you can always find out about it there. So I want you to feel free to reach out to me. So with that said, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Thank you again for all of your support. Signing off on our 100th episode again. Um, I will be right back here next week with the end of our four-part series. Um, And I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.